The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Vet Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. All right, on today's episode, man, the Vanguards, we're joined by a special guest, Chicago Police Officer Adrian Ace McCoy, while we discuss and honor his heroism. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get busy. Holiday, Miss Waddy, Ace, how you guys doing today? Good, how y'all doing? Bless. All right. Good, good, good. Man, I know I had warm. A, yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been, yeah, it's been cold. Uh, I'm glad that's kind of warming up a little bit so we can kind of you know going out there we have to do anything outside or just coming right. and going we don't got to be you know running in and warming that car up and just <laughs> just freezing right oh man i know i had a busy day man i had a man i forgot i set a dentist appointment today at 11 i went to the gym then i went and got my hair cut at three so i've been been ripping and running all day today now i'm on with you guys so so man I can't wait till you know everything's all over. I can kind of decompress and relax. That's right. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> now I know uh hey, Ace, I know we talked and you know, on IOD, man. How you how you feeling, buddy? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling high. every now and again, especially in the mornings I get up, you know, it's a little stiffness, a little soreness, but I'm all good. That's that's by way of being 40 plus years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Man, yeah, I hear you, man. We're about the same age there now. <laughs> Sometimes I get the little aches and pains there. Yeah. But, oh, man. But you know what, Ace? Normally when we start the show, man, we always start with uh with something that happened on the beat. And I know you being on IOD and holiday, I know you're enjoying your your, your vacation on furlough. Uh, Wadi, let me ask you something, Miss Wadi. You, you have a story to tell that happened on the beat or no? Um... There was a couple of them. I'm trying to remember which one of the goofy ones happened. I told y'all about the fight, right? What what fight? So we got called, me and my partner got called over there because the girl false reported. Talking about her, her uh, boyfriend had a gun. She was scared. So of course we rushed over there. Answered the door. You know, we asked her to confirm who she is. She confirmed she'd have called. We're like, okay, where's he at in the house? Oh, he in the bathroom. It's blood all over the house because he punched the mirror. He never put hands on her, but he punched the mirror. So that's why it's blood on the floor. I said, so he never hurt you. She's like, no. I said, where's the gun at in the house? We got on him. She was like, she gets a pause in. I'm like, I said, do we do he got the gun on him? She's like, 
no, he don't have it on him, but he said he would shoot me. I said, do you know him to have guns, though? She's like, no, I've never oh. seen one. So I'm like, anyway, I'm like, oh, where he at anyway? So we went back, uh, he in the bathroom, pissed off. Um, she just wanted him to relocate. We explained to her, of course, like, if you live here, we can't force him to leave his house, but we'll try to talk to him and suggest he leave and all that. Uh-huh. Um, so we talking to him. He like, well, I wouldn't mind leaving, but where my car is right now, she messed up my car that I drive. So I'm not, now I'm not, I'm not gonna call nobody come give me all this net. So I, I, grab, I pulled a uh, big brother. He tall, of course. I pulled, I said, come walk with me outside. He like, no, he got me messed up. I'm like, come walk with me outside and talk to me. So he walked with me. My sergeant and my partner grabbed the boyfriend, take him back in the room. Like, dude, don't engage with him. We trying to get one of y'all to separate. So I'm talking to the older brother and the girl, the girlfriend, which is the brother's sister. Um, I said that wrong. The brother who came over, his sister is the one who had an argument with the boyfriend on scene. So it's a boyfriend that lives in the house and the girl who called us. So boyfriend and girl can live together. The girl called her brother over there. So now we mm-hmm. go up out on the porch. I'm talking to the brother. Then the caller, she comes out the house while I'm talking to her older brother who came on scene. So as I'm talking to the older brother, some other dude with like some brown hoodie come out, yeah. come, walking towards the door. And I was asking the lady, I was like, who is this young man? She was like, oh, that's my other brother. I was like, did he just come through the back? She's like, no, he stay, he stayed here too. He just living in, he sleep in the back room. I said, so he been in there the whole time? She's like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, this kind of weird or whatever. Right. So as I get done trying to calm the older brother down, the brother with the brown hoodie, he just slightly casually walks out to the front on the porch where I'm standing at. And then the brother with the that came over, he like casually pointed at him. He was like, So you've been here the whole time? And he just slapped him. And then they just get oh, to fighting. Damn. Yeah. Right. Like, if y'all would have seen that, man, y'all would have been dying laughing. I was like, because right. you would have not expected him to hit him. Like, he was just so right. casual with it. Like, I'm dead, like, for real casual. Like, he, he was, he, he, yeah, he was smooth with it. He was smooth with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you didn't think he was going to, like, hit him. He was like, <laughs> like he, I was like, what happened? Then they just get to grabbing each other, wrestling, throwing hands. I'm like, y'all can't do that. I'm literally like, y'all can't do that. And then, so. He twisted Tita's ass, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then my partner and my sergeant hears me yelling for them to stop fighting. So me being little thinking I can do something, trying to mm-hmm. grab his jacket because the big brother, he threw the brown hoodie brother over the, over the banister. So I'm trying, hey. to, I'm trying to break his fall. His, all you hear is rip, 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 like his, Jackie gets a rip and he fell, but the older brother fell with him because he still was holding on to him. So they both falling over like this. I'm like, so mind you, it's really cold that day, and it right. was all over the stairs. So my partner and my sergeant runs out. I'm already at the bottom of the stairs. So my partner come down. She run down the stairs trying to help defuse the fight. But as she running down the stairs, she's slipping on every stairs because it's literally ice covered the stairs. And then my Damn. sergeant, oh, no, oh no, oh no, she falling. I'm like, gee. So then they eventually we grabbed the older brother. I walk into the squad car. He put his hands behind his back. I'm like, gee, ain't nobody even about to arrest you. Like, this ain't even that. 
Like, I mean, of course, we got to ask the younger brother, like, if he want to sign complaints. Of course, he was like, no, it's cool. That's my brother. You know, we going to be cool again. He just mad, treat, tweaking. So we like, one of y'all got to leave because there's too many of y'all over here. And so then eventually the girl ended up leaving and she took her and her two brothers somewhere else. But I'm like, that was the case. <laughs> After you know, Miss Wayne, because you would not expect him to slap his brother. You didn't think they was gonna be the ones to fight each other. You thought it would be the brother and the boyfriend. Nice. You know, Miss Wadi, that's a, that's a one Paul right there. It, <laughs> that's it one was. Paul. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done was. anything. I'll just stand there, and listen. I'll stand there, and look at look at everybody fight. I wouldn't interject. Yeah. I wouldn't do nothing. That I'll just stand there, and look at that. it. Hey, that's a royal. That. Shit, that's a royal. But you know what? It, it, it's common. It's common with those type of calls where. Not to say that, you know, the message that the female is always right on the situation, but sometimes, like, most of the calls when I, over in Inglewood, that's all we get with females, just they lie, they push the issue. We had a similar call where she on, this lady on the phone somewhere that we don't know, she was like, hey, my boyfriend, my baby daddy is hurting my baby. I'm like, huh? So, you know, that's important. So we rush over there, we get inside. She just wanted to get in so she get her stuff from dude. I'm like, why would you say that? And then right. you know, dealing with when you dealing with these mess with these with, with young black folks, they always want to just cat 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 argue argue argue. Yeah. We try to we try to separate them, but then they want somebody want to come back. They want to step in like, hey, let's go. Step outside. Baby's crying. But yeah, that that that. that man. So you're right. It be females be tweaking a lot on these calls. That's that issue. They have issues, you know. Sometimes, they, yeah. like you said, if the father, her father, did something in her life, and she want to take it out on every man. Mm-hmm. There is. It's like we had this call, another a call where the chick called said, "Oh, he was doing X, Y, and Z." It's similar, almost similar situation. He came out with his baby. They, are, she arguing over because she want her iPad back. She want him to leave and give her iPad back. I'm like, why did you call us with all this other Mm-mm. BS? And right. that's all you wanted. I'm like, dude, just give her the iPad back. Keep your sanity go because you know first thing they're gonna do. They say you touched him, you hit her, you did this, and next thing you know, you deal with the wrong officer, he may lock you up. Because and right, I, I was about to right. get on, I was about to get on that subject where we know, like you said, as far as you you can tell where where the reason why he's heated. And he may be loud, he may be aggressive, but he's not heated towards us. Right. And right. some 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 young officers and even some older officers of another race may not understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. They may they may feel like, hey, you know, you're getting aggressive. Oh, we're gonna have to and some matter of fact, honestly, that's and, and to, to be honest, that's what some of these old officers they say about young officers where, oh, why you didn't arrest him when dude smacked his brother? Like, why? He mad, he's mad as hell with his brother. That didn't have nothing to do with us at the end <laughs> right. of the day. Some things are bet a better left alone to diffuse uh-huh. the situation before it get worse. The main key is. The chick and a boyfriend. Did he hit her? Did he not hit her? What's right. the story? You know what, man? You guys got some uh some excellent stories. My my only story is nothing nothing too exciting. Uh, I was just riding around on the beat, me uh the bull and I, and the bull was like uh, for the people out there listening don't know who the bull is. The bull's my partner. So uh the bull was like, it's a cat out there pumping gas with no shirt on. <laughs> so you know how cold it's been right it's been right. negative negative degrees out there and i'm like no nah, you playing right so he turned around he said watch 
he hit the corner, he, he did a little U-turn. Now my man walking in the, in the gas station. I said, man, you're right. This dude ain't got no shirt on. He out there, no shirt. Huh. And 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 just some pants on. I'm we parked in the we parked in a gas station just watching this dude. Like, I can't believe this brother out here in this Hulk with no shirt on. I said, my man must be, he must be smoking or snorting something very powerful because man, it's cold. I'm I'm, I'm I got thermos and layered up and I'm cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh a couple minutes went by and his girlfriend got out the car and brung brung him his his coat. So <laughs> you must really need some gas or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the car, so they had a heat in the car. Right. They must have some strong heat in that thing, cause man, my man was out there pumping gas with no shirt on. I was that like, must okay, be, well, that must be some good pants he got on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Them, them pants probably made them shit. Hell, don't need no shirt. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what's up. Yes, hey, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Hey, look, man. I I try to tell people, man. Some a lot of things we come across. You just you just it shake your head, or you just be like, can't make man, it up. You can't make this. You can't make up. this stuff up. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, on the flip side, hey, Jules. I'm glad. I'm glad Bull got him a partner, man. Because I got tired of hearing him. <laughs> Talking about all the other people who he worked with, and, <laughs> and he, I, he has stories, man. I'm glad he got a partner that he can he, he cool with. Man, <laughs> hey, hey, Ace. A lot of times I have to tell cats. I said, listen, we on this job, and Bull got this. He just got this mean look all the time. You know, he's been saying, "Hey, listen, you guys, you look, say you've been y- y'all y'all cut your gums and uh cut your teeth in the county. So I know you guys are on guard, y'all 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 strict, y'all disciplined." which you have to be. So my man, he always stand at attention, ready, which which I love. I love that about him. He's ready no matter what. I know I'm I know I'm good because he's watching my back 24/7 while we working. And right. I appreciate that then. But man, I had to tell a lot of people, come on over and talk to me because <laughs> hey. Hey, the bull man, he he, he be rough. Man. Hey. <laughs> he hey, no hey, nonsense, hey. man. Hey Jules, that shit, you shit. Hey, I co-sign because shit, you know. Right, I you work with, with him, him right? Like, I partnered with up with Bull a few times, and man, he's ready to fucking punt kick people. Like, right, because on. listen, <laughs> I'm like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. I remember he said holiday. He like, he like, hey, you may want to step back. I'm gonna kick the fuck out. I'm like, no, 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 please, please don't. Bro. Hey, yeah, yeah, because you guys were down there doing the rise. You guys were downtown. Yeah, me, me and Bull. Yeah, during that that looting, that riot, May thirty first. Yeah, <laughs> me and him was we was down there, and boy. When you say hey, we get, we get, hey, he got that eye of the tiger. Shit. Yeah, we get tired of talking. That's one thing about we we tired of no. We don't want to do no more talking. We 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 know when when it's about to kick off. Like I was telling my partner, we was uh we was downtown too, and we was in another area. I forgot where we was at, but I'm like, he's like, why are you putting on your gloves? And ask, ask, ask a bull about the gloves. So I'm like, <laughs> what time it is? He's like, it's like, why? I say, all right, watch them. So next thing you know, they kick some shit off. But it wasn't with us. I was just ready, just in case, uh-huh. you know. But yeah, that, yeah, he a fool, boy. He he definitely he a straight fool. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, hey, fool. Sweet. yeah, we got hey, we got those gloves too. When them things come on, it's hey, we ain't talking. We too talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
you know, it's hard to switch, switch, switch gears, man. We, you know, talking good, but I just want to acknowledge and just want to give uh, condolences to the, uh, the NYPD, you know, a couple of their, a couple of their officers were, were gunned down in the ambush a few days ago, 22 year old, uh, Jason Rivera man, and uh, 27 year old, man, Wilbur Mora, man, four years on and one year on. I mean, these are young officers who just want to come out there and do what we what we're doing. Just want to make a difference and help people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have uh, our first episode. We talked about why we joined the, joined the department, black officers and I mean black black uh, men and women from the neighborhoods. Why we joined the department and, and these guys right here. Uh, the police department is not for everybody. You have to have a, a passion or a drive to help people and want to serve to to be on this job. If not, it's here's a couple of things they'll do. You you won't be good at it. You'll get caught up in some stuff. And you'll get fired or whatever the case may be. But if your heart is real and genuine, you go out there and want to serve, and you'll be you'll be good at it. And it's just unfortunate that these this two happened to this happened to two of New York's finest. You can tell by the by the picture. I saw the picture, just by the picture, these young and just interjecting, just want to go out there and serve and just, when we talked about the domestic, that's what, you know, it had hit me because it was going to a domestic call. Right. And how many times, how many times we go into a domestic where we talk to the one, the, the caller, the victim, whatever the case may be, then we go back and talk to the offender or the other party that's involved. And it's just this time, the offender opened up and start firing. And killing both of them. Uh, only thing I say that to say this: when stuff like this happen, we have to live. You know, we we deal with it. We go out there, we put our big boot, we put our big big pants on our boots, and even though this is on our minds, we still go out there. We still have people to serve and protect. Right. And what we can do, what we can do, we can learn from this situation. I know been on for 17 years. Sometimes you get complacent. This right here reminds you, you cannot get complacent on this job. They have to walk back there. It's a 30 foot uh, from the living room to his bedroom. It's, a, it's in a hallway. So it's a fatal funnel as the, as we was taught in the academy. Watch out right. for those doors and the fatal funnel. Yeah. So those are things we got to keep in mind when we go into any situation, any call, Remember our tactics. Remember our, remember our training, because mm -hmm. this didn't have this doesn't have to happen. You know, it this doesn't have to happen. And you know, just thoughts and prayers just go out to the family of Rivera, Officer Rivera, and Moore, and that man in NYPD. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wadi, Miss Wadi, is there you have any um any no, any new notifications? Yeah, I got some notifications. So, Bradley Police Officer Tyler Bailey is out of ICU after being shot in the head. We talked about Good. the incident on the last show when we honored his partner, Sergeant Marlene Ritmanic, who was killed mm -hmm. in the line of duty, responded to a domestic call. Mm -hmm. Phoenix, Arizona officer Tyler Moldavin released from the hospital almost a month after he was shot multiple times during an investigation. Chicago Police Department arrested and charged a 16-year-old and a 27-year-old in a connection with the shooting death of eight-year Melissa Ortega from the little village mm. neighborhood as well. So huge Man, kudos, that's... shout out to the Chicago Police Department and thankful to God that 
Officer Bradley was released and he's recovering and doing well. And again, prayers for the family of Sergeant Marlene Ritmanic, who served her time and served the community authentically. Oh man, that's good notification. That's good. I mean, you know, those are the, you know, we get those are the, the it's, it's the good and bad and ugly in this job. The good, bad, and ugly. Those some, yeah. you know, sometimes there's the bad and the ugly. And there's no way of getting around that. I, I don't think it will ever, uh, as long as you have police department, stuff like this is going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, officers going to get shot, officers going to get hurt, <clears throat> officers going to die in that line of duty. But the resilience and the discipline of the men and women in, in law enforcement, my God, because we, we, we take a lot. We take on a lot. We all on a job. We know. We take on a lot. They ask a lot out of us. And we still come to work every day, serving, protected, and, 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 and doing our job. So that's why it's good that we have this platform where we can get on here and talk about it so people can listen, get understand from the minds of officers that's out there on the front lines every single day. But the bad and the ugly, there is some good. We got some good out here, like my man. Like my man Adrian Ace McCoy, who's on with us today, <laughs> you know he have a story for us, and we we are just thankful and glad that he is on here with us to talk about his uh, heroical tales. Man, he got the key to the city, and uh, <laughs> you know anywhere he go, he can eat for free. You know, I wish, <laughs> I wish, <laughs> I wish, man. brother, man, man, we appreciate you coming on here with us, man. Uh, First and foremost, what was it? What was it that made you join the police department? Well, um, like I said, I did six years at county, start off at county. Okay. So my whole goal when I was younger is funny. I'm a matter of fact, I may be a little corny, but I'm a back date when I was the young, young little lad. Um, <laughs> okay. I, my mom told me that, and rest her soul, um, my mom told me that when I was younger, I used to have a mic in my one hand and uh, um, um, a, like a fake badge or anything dealing with police in another hand. And I used to run around, I used to sing and then rap and do all this other stuff. And then I used to go and, hey, my brother, hey, let's play, you know, cops and robbers and stuff like that. Um, so when I got in high school, well, grammar school to high school, I was doing music thing. My music was my passion at first. You know, it was like the, the, the front runner. But then when I got to high school, I was doing all little groups and stuff and trying to, you know, make get that record deal. My, you know, little, little something in my head told me, listen, you need something else because if that don't work out, you got to fall back on something else. And that little okay. person was my, my mom and my stepfather and also God, you know, you know, he's like, hey, this is not the avenue for you. This is not where you need to be. You're, you're good and you're talented, but it's not where you need to be. So um, mm -hmm. when I got out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to deal with college. You know, I was like, ah, I'm not trying to go. But then um, I got older and I'm like, man, I need to start. I need to go back to school, edu finish educating myself because college is not fun. School is not fun for most people, but it's good to have education. So mm -hmm. I started in my 20s, my mid 20s, started going back to school, trying to get my bachelor's. And at the same time, I saw the state police was uh, hiring, but they only they wanted credit out of that first. I put in an application. By the time I submitted the application, they emailed back, said, hey, we just changed our policy where you got to have full bachelors. I said, ah. 
So oh, I, let man. me work to let me work to finish doing that. So I, I was doing that, but at the same time, you know how with county, when you first started with county, they have those long lines and all the courthouses for you to do the applications. So I stood out there. My buddy was like, "Hey man, go for deputy. Go for deputy sheriff." I'm like, "All right, cool. I go for deputy." I kept getting like denied every time I went. Stood out in the cold, denied in the heat, denied. I'm like, "Man, what's going on?" To another buddy of mine, say, "Hey, the way to get in is through corrections." Mm. I said, "Okay." You know, they still deputies. You know, so I was like, "Okay, let me do that." So I applied in 2011. Um, when it got there, and my whole goal is everywhere I go, I try to exert myself to move around or move up um so i um back in 20 what's that 15 that's how i met my wife i met my wife at county uh 2015 we both uh both went out for took sergeant exams um and then i took the sheriff patrol exam which is crazy because i feel like that's the same department i have to test to get into the to stay in the same department but just go to a different entity which is crazy but um so I did that. And what motivated me more was that I, I want to help people protect, serve, protect, and mm-hmm. help. And that's always been me. That's, that's whether I'm at home, whether I'm out, it's all, I'm always, I'm that guy that's going to, you know, just a helpful guy. And, I, you know, I, under the facade of being a militant, I do have a heart, you know, and I do want to do for people. And, okay. you know, so I say, well, let me get on Sheriff Patrol, you know, just to, and, and sometimes it's like it's a it's a little adrenaline hype, too, because you're like, man, I get to have my own squad car. I get, you know, do this, do that. And, you know, wear the uniform proud. And But then I ran into a little bump in the political politic role in uh, at the county, you know, that politics. And, you know, they deny me for Sheriff Patrol. And okay. I took it. I took it to arbitration with the union, and I'm still waiting back to this day. But that's a different story. Because <laughs> um, <I>, wow. <laughs> so so CPD and twenty when was that? 2013. I took the test, and I didn't hear from them until 2016. Oh, so wow. I was like, wow, okay. I said so. I was hitting on you know knocking on the door at 39. Like, do I really want to do this? Because I'm already years in the game here but i decided to after that incident where i was denied i was like you know what i'm gonna move around i'm gonna go ahead and go and apply i talked to the wife we discussed it moving back into the city because i was in the burb living in the burbs and i was like okay let me just do this and uh it was a long process but here i am so um definitely definitely love doing this job is actually less it may sound funny, but it's less stress for me working out here than it is in the jail. Mm. And, and anybody who's worked in that jail can attest to that. Mm. Oh, man. Hey. Fact, go, oh, ahead, no, go ahead, Ace. Go, no, go ahead, Ace. No, because a matter of fact, you know, my, my wife was on a job for 13 years and she resigned in 2019 because oh, of really? her mental her mental stability. So she was like, I can't take this, you know, just the same dealing with the same knuckleheads every day and dealing with the same politics every day. So she decided to do her, uh, which I may do a little shout out. She's a realtor, you know, with uh, this company called Tad Realty. She's, she does investments in, uh, you know, home, buying a home, selling a home. Um, you know, she, she's the one to, to talk to the one to get it done. But, uh you know, she decided to do that full time because she was doing that for like 17 years. 
Uh, oh, okay. so, but that that mental stability, your mental. To me, I'm out here on the streets. Yes, I, I know when I run into people, the mental illness or, you know, guys with guns, girls with guns and all this other stuff, drugs. It's a different entity out here than it is there. Now, the only thing is, like, I still have a problem with an issue we touched on with domestics. Because if you go into uh-huh. these calls, you don't, it's the unknown. And that's the only thing that gets me in my brain, like, I'm going to domestic. Let me put that. I'm more. I'm, I prepare myself more for any other call, for this call than any other call, because mm-hmm. I, I want to go in making sure I'm on my P's and Q's. Because you never know what you're gonna get into or what's gonna happen, you know. But I, other than that, like I said, it's I, I, I'm enjoying my time with the department. Um, I'm enjoying with the partner I have uh, working in because I'm SRO over at Inglewood STEM dealing with those. Oh, good, kids. good. But, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> You know, they just need some extra guidance more. And and, yeah. and for us to be in that uniform, they see us, but then they also know when they talk to us what type of police we are. We're not that police. We're the right, police. Right, hey, right. I have kids your age. So, hey, you know, we, let's get let's get into their heads and try to get them to do better because we want our young black kids to succeed, you know? Right. Oh, yes, sir. The, the thing is, I appreciate you and your partner both in that school because... It gives the younger generation that's coming up, look at you and you're an example and a success story. Mm-hmm. They look at you and see, hey, man, my man right there, he's a police officer. If he can do it, I can do it. If they want right. to go in that field. Right. Uh, or hey. any field. You're out, there, you're out there working. You have a career. You went to school. You did things to get on a, on a job. And here I am. So it takes work and dedication. And they, and they see that. And, see, and, and hey. they see that from you. You do, and despite what they say, you know, since this pandemic and you know, defund the police, these kids, you got mm-hmm. some that's hey, you know, excuse my French, fuck 12, but then you got some that's curious, hey, how did you get on the department? Right. What do I gotta yeah. do? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, so mm-hmm. they want that, but you know, this media and social media paint a different picture of us, right? And right. in their eyes, and but yeah, I mean, I, I love being in the school, it's, it's cool, it's fun. Um, we have our issues with, you know, fights every, mostly every day up there, but that's expected. That's, that's to be expected with these, these, these type of, uh, young, this young generation we have to where that's all they know. That's all they know is to, mm-hmm. I'm a fight for, it can be the silliest shit they fight though. And yeah, but I mean, uh, so doing that and it ha- has grounded me a little bit because, you know, I did, and not to knock the department because you know you have your political, oh yeah, politics. Well, mm-hmm. politics over here. So, exactly. you know, most yeah. people was 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 hating because here I am, at the time three and a half, four years on the job, and I'm an SRO. Well, you could apply, you you could have applied and 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 got on yourself. So don't be mad at me if I because sometimes I ain't gonna lie, I reap the benefits of my partner being thirty years on the job because <laughs> they be like, all right, hey, y'all. y'all <laughs> Y'all do station assignment while they go out there. But I'm like, okay, it's fair. Hey, whatever you need me to do. If you want me to break away from my partner then and go out there and hump, that's what I'm going to do because I'm always going to do that. I'm always going to hump. But at the same time, you're not going to treat me like no clown show where right. you just want to make an example because of somebody complaining about my my position in my spot right. where I'm at. And I'm not doing because my partner ain't about to go out there and hump 30 years on the job. 
Right. No, nah, <laughs> nah, that's it for him. He, he, hey, he think about, he think about retiring. He ain't think about going out there, running and hey. going and humping it. Nah, 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 nah. nah that's nah. it. <laughs> no, nah, that's a wrap. He, he there pretty much to make sure everything runs smooth. Hey, right, right. Hey, right. I don't want no problems. So, and if he see, he probably see a, uh, an officer that about to, you know, saying escalate some things. He probably just bring them back. Like, hold on, hold on. We don't want, we don't want, we want to touch this. We don't want to touch True. this. There's nothing here. Let's let's and let this has, go. He has, he's done that for me sometimes, you know, several times, and where I I let the best get to me when you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, you y'all know how it is. You, they make you go oh, there yeah. and be like, hey, step back, step back. Let's, but. Yeah, the department is cool, and I'm glad that I'm on. Um, I'm glad that I'm I'm here, um, and I'm glad to be on the show with you guys. Appreciate it, man. man Honor is yes, ours. Sir. Man. Yes, sir. Now, what are your what are your likes and dislikes? Or I'll join about the job. Well, like I said, my likes is it's it's you know what it, the the morale is one thing where in each different district it's like you have some district that's tight some district they got their little crew Uh but as far as my district it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of young officers and the the funny thing is is i made bid i'm the last person on that bid list and i got i have four and a half years on the job so that shows you how low yeah it's young that that, that, yeah it's how young the seniority is and Mm -hmm. um it's like the crew. Well, the okay. Let me let me let me let me fast. Let me let me go back. The turnaround of of supervisors is what gets me because okay they 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 every each watch lieutenant brings in a different or each sergeant brings a different uh, brings in different things to the table where you got lieutenants that want their crew here, put them at the desk or put them this and that, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like. It, it takes away from the morale because then people feel entitled. People feel like, oh, mm. I can do this. I don't have to do that. And then, you know, we used to be known for the district that, uh, you know, has have good backup. Now, we yeah. can't, we barely can get backup. No, <laughs> I don't like that. You know, it, 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 and it's, it, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why, but that's how it is. But I mean, it just, I wish that, you know, that morale came, come back and um, it's all about, each other instead about individual um but and my, like i said my life's on job i like the job because it's it's it helps me it helped me as far as even though i'm older it still helped me in a sense to to still because i'm still learning the job to uh and, and interacting and learning and moving you know so i can move around and and do what i need to do to uh, position myself in different aspects of the job but I have a lot of older cats who I talk to, who guided me, who I look up to, and that's the one good thing about it. Because when I was at county, I was every man for yourself. <laughs> oh, really? Every okay. man for yourself. That's my problem. You know, man, that's what was one thing, one thing about the job that I tell people who's getting on now. The job is is it, it is what you make it. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you're gonna have to learn the job, right? And and once you learn the job, it, what I love about it, you can put your own spin to it. Mm-hmm. Learn the job first. When you get there, keep your mouth shut. Keep your eyes open. Learn and take all the good things from veteran officers, from your FTO, field training officers, and from veteran officers. Uh, 
just man when i got on i just stood back and just watch how people how other officers do things how they handle and then when it's my turn mike had some years on and when it was time for me to step and do some things then i I just put my own spin to it i put my own little flair to it and that's the beauty of the of, of the job if you want to go out there and do guns, you can do guns. If you want to solve rob- uh, robberies or homicides, you can do that. If you want to work on CSAs, it's so much stuff that's out there. You can, you don't have to, or you can be a ticket, uh, uh, a traffic officer. It's so much, so much things you can, you can work on your craft and do things, or it can be all of the above, just handle everything. There's so much mm-hmm. stuff you can work on and, and learn and, 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 and perfect. So it, that's what, that's one thing I love, you know, I love about the job. You can go on and you can be your own officer. You go into a job and you can handle it the way you want to handle it. You're your own boss, really. We out there, you and your partner, y'all get in the office, which is the squad car, and y'all handle things how y'all want to handle it. Y'all uh, get a plan going. Y'all been working together. Y'all know each other. Dude, that's over half the battle of getting a good, par- getting a good partner. Everything right. else you can tackle. Everything else you can handle. Yeah, that's one thing I don't like. I don't like overstepping. Meaning, if it's your uh-huh. call, right, I'm gonna let you handle your call. It's been mm-hmm. times where guys, we roll up to, I roll up to a call. Maybe I'm coming from a distance. I get there, you didn't code it on my call. I, I, I let let me decide that. Let right. me handle that, or you know, you because you may make the situation worse. It not even with the code out part, but if I go to a call, if I'm late for a call, and I get there. And the shit hitting the fan, like, okay, that could have been avoided. Just don't over, don't overstep. That's one thing I've learned, even coming from the other department. Don't overstep on somebody else's situation because you never know. You don't know what's going on. Or even if I'm already there and I'm talking, and you, you guys know where y'all had. I'm sure y'all had somebody that's come on the scene late, and then all of a sudden they jump in and they start yelling and all that stuff. Uh-huh. You know, doing it. I'm like, I had to do this one cat. Like, hey, slow down, relax. Mm-hmm. We got this. I learned too when I was a PPO in 2019. One of my, my second cycle STO, she taught me like when it's other people's job, be very careful not to step on their job, and like that always stuck with me. So there's times where like I'll assist on a job, and let's say if I'm right around the corner, you know, and I'm already shown to be assistant, and I get there before them. Of course, you know, looking at the nature of the job, if somebody getting beat on or something. You know, somebody's crying. I'm not just gonna sit in my car waiting on the car to show up. But if right, I can, right. I'll give when the car comes there. The the um the person who it was assigned to, we'll give them the information. Like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what. On just so you know, of course, I didn't ask her about you know complaints and all that, or any just certain things that just don't ask yet until that responding unit gets there who it was assigned to. But I like to do just that which is to assist like okay i'll get the pertinent information but i know you're gonna need like especially like if it's a traffic crash like okay i got your information then you ain't got to run back and forth trying to talk to five different people be dear that already here you go make them more smoother but and then when i give them the information like we just step back okay can you let us know if you need anything else are you done you need us to go we good you know what i'm saying so that's one second side cycle FTO because I've seen that happen since I've been off status like people come on other people's jobs talking and then the person who was assigned to the job trying to talk to the victim talk to the whoever and you got the assistant people they just feel like they got a word in you got some people feel like they got to get a word in and it's like yeah mm-hmm. not gonna take over this the rest 
You don't need to be doing <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. If you ain't gonna take over, hey, hey, slow, hey, slow your roll, man. Stay in, stay in the cup for a second. Hey, man, I swear, Not- I dupe, I'll dupe this motherfucker. Today. <laughs> so you dupe it. <laughs> yeah, I'll dupe it right to your ass. <laughs> yeah, all right. I got something for your ass. Dupe this shit. Hey, so, so sometimes, only time I interject if I step in, if I see it going left. Yeah. If yeah. I see it going left, right, right, right. Hold on, let me let me let me step in and get my little expertise. Hey, slide on over here, man. Let me talk to you for a second. Let me, you know, because we're trying to do the least work possible is the is the name of the game. The mm-hmm. least work possible. You know, even though it's easy to bang out a report here and this and that, and you know, give somebody a trans uh, 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 uh transport somebody to over somebody Aunt Lucy house or whatever. All right, but we're trying to handle this out the least case scenario. Right. Least case scenario is try to hide if we can. Right. So if I see some, if I see an officer that's had their job and they handle it, and it seems like it's going left, then I'm like, all right, wait, a minute, hold on, hold on, let me let me see if I can smooth things over. You know, kind of you know play a little diplomat, man. Slide on over, man. Let me talk to you. Hey, this is what we're gonna do. You know, something like that. But if the officers are not there yet, and just so happen they just you know the people call just want to come up and tell you the story. Hey, this will happen. I'll probably right. deal with it. Even if I took care of it, I will PDT message the, the car that, that assigned to it. Like, listen, everything is good. It's just a code because uh, who knows? They probably want to go get something to eat and want to hang out or whatever the case may be, be down on it for a little bit. So we get, we help them out. So, <laughs> so they ain't got to come to the scene. So, Right. My thing was, it's like when you do, you, you assist, you help people. And that's what, I love to do too because I, I like to hey you know they they come in or they I see that they're not there. You have some officers. Oh, is that other car gonna come? Set beat blah blah blah. They show up and I'm like hey look I got all the information. I even sent a message on PDT here. Hey, I got you. You taking your time coming over here. You know don't rush. I I'm, I'm gonna jot down mm-hmm. information. I got you when you get here. Right. You know yep. we have to yep. be we have to we have to help each other out and. That I see sometimes with the department, even with older cats, they don't want to do that. They don't want to help. Or they'll say, oh, well, since you started started the process, how about you take the paper? I'm like, yeah. uh, no, but <laughs> I helped you out. Right. It's still a sign to you now. <laughs> right. What did you, you think I'm going to take over because I started the process? What's the, what did the term assist mean then? Like, I'm just. Right. <laughs> What's the term? What's, what does this mean? <laughs> But that'd be the main ones that don't want to don't want to put you on the paper as assistant officer. When they give you give them all the information, right. they say no. You see the you see the report has nothing to do with you on it. Man, but hey guys, real talk. Throughout the years, this it, it and it's hurt. It hurts me to say this. This is what I'm seeing, kind of seeing nowadays with you know some of the officers that's coming on, is the the teamwork and the camaraderie is like like wait a minute now. We we can't be divided out here because I know what the what I know what society's trying to do. I know what the the powers may be, the politician, whatever, and the your so called so called activists is trying to do. They're trying to divide and conquer from the inside. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, we have to be on one accord out there. We have to be a team because we're dealing with we're dealing with criminals. We're dealing with the worst of the worst, and dealing with people that really, that want to help hurt us or even worse right so no matter what we gotta we have to be on one accord out there so we have to help each other we can't just let somebody just all right hey 
you know, that's new dude. He don't know what he's doing. And just let him fall. No, bro, help him. If you see right. a veteran officer, sometimes veteran officers, we don't, you know, you, I, I tell people, I thank God for new people that's coming on the job today. I thank God for you guys because you guys getting the better training, the better training. You guys know what's up, the newer laws. Sometimes I have to go to ask the new people, hey, how do I do such and such? Because things are changing all the time. Yeah. So I thank God for new officers that come on. I thank God. They're faster. They, they're smarter. They're sharper. It's just they, got new, they, they need to know the job. But we was all there. We was all there at one point. So that's why I, I, I talk to new, new recruits that are coming in, PPOs. I talk to them. Let them know my name. Anything you need. Anything you need, I'm there to help. I'm there to help because I don't want to see you fall. Right. That's how the veterans are, officers were. When I got on the job and they they brought that down, that learning and that training down to me. And I want to make sure the new officers that's coming on have the same, be the same way. I'm watching out for you. If something looks thick, all right, you're going to leave because we go, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle something that you'll need to see. So right. I'm, I'm a, we're there to protect the better officers, us that's on here, we're, we're there to protect the new officers that's coming on. And we cannot have uh, this division is within the department. We got to be on one call. We got to be a team out there. Yeah. And just to chime in on that, that whole not dealing with every man for itself thing, like, I'm not a conformist. I don't care about what the typical cop culture is. I don't believe in that whole, when you're a PPO, I'm going to treat you like this and pop down on you because, and then when you get off status, I'm going to act cool towards you. I'm the same way I was for this job when I come on this job and after I leave. Like, no, mm-hmm. that's not. That's not who God has made me to be. I'm not going to do people like that. Because even now, me having coming up on three years on the job, you know what I'm saying? And I see PPOs come in. Like, I greet people, introduce myself, and then going about my business if they need help. Help. I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care to fit in with that. This is how we think. I'm not a this how we think. This how I think. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it's fair, if it's objective. I just don't do clownery. Like, it's, I don't, I just mm-hmm. like No, that's facts. No, that's real talk, Miss Waddy. That's real talk. Now it's time to get into the main event of the show, man. And you had an incident where <laughs> you you was you was one day you was you was t- you was teaching some kids up in at your school and you smelled smoke and you just ran you ran thirty blocks and you bust down doors. You didn't even touch the doorknob. Damn, man. Damn, man. Damn. Damn. So, no, I'm just, uh, hey, I'm just driving, man. But hey, Jules, you're funny because. Hey, that's how the news the news got this story so twisted. I, I, I okay. saw like five different stories of the, of of what happened. I'm <laughs> like, like wow, this is I, I already had the 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 the, the thing for media how they always twist though, but to actually be a part of the twisting, I was like, wow, really? Okay. So, so I wh- made it. So what I did was I made it for myself. Um, I may be fast forwarding here a little bit, but I made it for myself in the press conference too. Uh, let it be known exactly how it went down and the way it went down before everybody started saying different stories. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Ace. Well, hey, man, I'm glad we got you on here. Brother, the show, the floor is yours. We just want, hey, we want the listeners. Hey, I'm, I'm anxious to listen how this story went down. Man, just talk to us, man, from beginning to end. Talk to us what happened, where it happened what you do how'd you feel all that man we just want to know man because we want the we want the listeners to to hear this story 
Well, so it I was of course it was on during the uh the Christmas break. Kids wasn't in school, so they put me back on the beat. So I just so happened to have been working the 722 beat, uh, which is right there where my school is, where I work. So I'm on this call of this this guy, he come from out of town. His I, apparently his girl moved into one of these little uh, apartment buildings right across from uh, where, where the school was. And I guess they were abandoned for about two years. I did my research. I'm not going to sit there and just listen to you and say, okay, well, I'm going to go and knock on the manager's door and say, hey, you got to let this man in. I said, no, I'm going to listen. So he told me, oh, I, he admitted that he, you know, broke down the bars to get inside, right? So I'm like, okay, well, he probably the residents and they can't kick him out because you is lost for that. You know, you can't just mm-hmm. throw somebody out, and put their stuff out. So they had to dump all their stuff out. So I talked to the building manager and he stated, hey, this this apartment been has been abandoned for two years. The lady who was on the lease already know that she was, you know, about situation because she's gone. He is just happened so happened to be the guy who was living with her, uh, her male companion, and I guess they went their separate ways. And now he want to come back and try to get back in. So I found all that out. When I got back over to the scene, me and him was talking and he he went from okay to like, listen, I'm I, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to this and that because you ain't trying to hear you ain't I want to talk to you. So he was getting heated. So hmm. I was getting heated because I'm like, listen, I'm trying to give you facts of what you can do. And I'm trying to get down to the bottom of it. So we we was about to have words. So I just so happened to turn around. I said, Well, let me get my Sarge over here. So I hit my Sarge up. I go back to my squad because I'm turning around. I see smoke coming from the house, like right across the street from there on 67th and normal. And I'm like, like, I said, wow, that's 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 not normal. That's not right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking. So this lady in the car stopped, jumped out, went into the house. So I'm like, holy, holy shit. No, don't <laughs> do that. So I get in my squad car, went up, got up on the grass across the street from it. I'm seeing people running in out the house. So I ran in with them and I'm like, I'm yelling, everybody get out, you know, let's go. Who's all in here. So basically it was a house where I'm, I'm assuming, I, I don't want to say because I don't want people to think that, okay, well, that's not the case. But from my observation is a, is a house that has different, you know, how they rent out rooms and right, right, right. many different people's in, in the rooms. So they rented. So they were everybody yelling, screaming. So I had to calm people down. Tell him just get out. I got you. So then this one guy was like, hey, I got to get my buddy. I said, yo, buddy, where is he at? He's upstairs. I said, is he asleep or something? What's going on? He said, no, he's sitting upstairs, but he's in a wheelchair. I was like, damn. As we're talking, the smoke, the the flames coming up. I'm like, okay, where is he at upstairs? So I go, I yell his name. The guy told me his name. I yell his name. He's sitting at the top of the stairs squirming like, I can't move. I, I can't get down. And I said, all right, I got you. So I ran up the stairs, and I don't know if y'all can see me. I like to be animated when I say this one. So I ran okay. up the stairs. When I ran up the stairs, he's, he's, well, he's sitting there, and he like, you know how your kids just lunge at you like, Daddy, pick me up? Yeah, right, right. He he, he lunged at me to pick him up, but the, 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 the space between the stair, the wall, it was too, like the walls and the stairs, it was so small to where I had to literally push him back down and say, no. Uh-uh, we're not going to do that. I told his buddy, because he was at the top of the stairs just running around frantic, grab the 
the the the the handles on the wheelchair and I grab the bottom. So I'm getting the bottom. So as I go down the stairs, like I told him, hug up on me. I'm gonna grab you. I'm gonna go down the stairs. So as I'm going downstairs, I look up. His buddy was gone. Wow. I'm like halfway down the stairs. So I'm I said, you know what? I'm already into it. Adrenaline rushing. Let me just finish taking them down these stairs. It felt like forever because then the smoke was steady coming. And mm-hmm. I can feel the heat. I can feel the heat. I'm like, let's get him out of here. Right. So I got him down. And by that time, I think uh, it was a, a CFD uh, uh, MS truck, MS was, truck out there. was out there. So when they, they came behind me, they got him out. They checked him. So I turn around. I see where Buddy at. I don't know his name. That's why I call him Buddy. He's back upstairs running around trying to get paperwork. So I literally ran up the stairs, oh, had to no. grab him. And, wow. t- and, and and like force him out the house because he was my ID, my pay. Hey, listen, your life is more important than that ID and that paperwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so I got him out. Then there was another lady in there. I had to bang on her door. So <laughs> I'm doing all this at the same time. Man, I got outside, man. Just smoke just hit me. I'm coughing, oh, wow. I'm throwing up. I'm like, oh, make sure everybody out the house. And then the guy said he want to come to but buddy, he said he want to go back in. I said, he said, is somebody else in there? I said, You sure? He's like, Yes. So then they was like, no, they confirmed. Nobody else is in there. You know, the, one of the other residents. Like everybody is out. They, everybody accounted for it. So by the time I got out, man, the whole block was full of smoke. The wow. whole block. Oh, I mean, wow. they, they EMS had to move their car. Uh, some of the officers who came on the scene, assist Sarge, they had to move their car down, and um, we had to do a we had to do a big block off from um, it was like from sixty seven, which is Marquette. Uh, south to uh, a little bit past 69th because the smoke was so thick wow yeah and um so you know they they, they advised me say hey you know you 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 may want to just still get checked out by ems yeah so i got checked out when i was like well we're gonna take you to the hospital we don't know how much you inhaled make sure you got right. carbon monoxide in your system so i guess i don't know what was said to uh university of chicago but they had the whole trauma unit ready Nice. I, they, some, some, mm-hmm. somebody failed to let them know that I'm I'm okay. Right. <laughs> I'm all right, but but they said, man, they said, hey, we got the whole trauma team. You sure? They's like, well, how about you? let's let's do a joke on their ass. They said, how about you just sit um the EMS guy sit in the chair and you walk in with them. Because <laughs> the, the main doctor was like, You seem fine to me, like, and you seem you don't need trauma, and you, you're not you're not halfway dying or anything. I said, yeah, I know. Right. I heard the call on the radio. I'm like, I don't know who said that. But <laughs> I guess the height, I guess when they say when officers come in, they on 10. And that's mm. good to know. I mean, yeah. it should be like that, honestly, with everybody. But yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. And that's a good hospital. That's a good hospital. It, it is. And so, you know, after that, so um, I, I, people were sending me the news clips, the news stories. One of my buddy, uh, Officer uh, Vahora, he was like, hey, uh, you, you you on the news? I'm like, huh? So the guy, I guess, the, I don't know how the guy knew my name, who I saved. He was like, man, Officer McCoy, you know, he was a lifesaver. He saved me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, one of, Another guy, also I know, who uh, used to work in news affairs, he hit me up and said, hey, this is the family's number. Give him a call. So that night, man, my wife sat on the couch and I called him. You know, I called the family, called him, and they were surprised to hear my voice, to, to know that I reached out to him. And I just, you know, wanted to make sure they was all right. And it, it, it was very, like I said uh, in the press conference, heartfelt because 
to know that I impacted somebody's life and saved somebody's life, it's like you hear about it, you read about it, but to actually live it, it's like, wow, you know, and of course, you know, my wife is on the flip side because they always think about what if you didn't make it? Right. right what if, right, what if right. you, you know, something else happened? So, yeah. uh, and one, one, one aspect, she's like, oh man, I'm proud of you. But in the, in another sense, in it's the, like, in the other, mm-hmm. she, you know, scared and devastated because yeah. here, I, here I have my kids and I, we have a three-year-old and just to know mm-hmm. that, to think about life without me, it, it right. really hit us. So, uh, you know, and then, uh, like I said, that's why I, I made that call because I want them to know that you know I'm I'm grateful for them uh, for uh, 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 feeling that way and knowing that hey, you know, officers, police, you know, they're not. It's not all about negativity. Right. You know, exactly. It's, it's, exactly. You know, we we right. do a lot of positive. We do a lot of unknown positives out there that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the media want to paint a picture. Us, you know, differently. And then, like I said, with the media, they were saying, Oh, I was all the way in my school. And you you said about the, the 30 yards, I mean, 30 miles. <laughs> I, they said I was in my school and I saw smoke from the school. And I know I rushed over there. I was I was in I was, school with the kids. I was like, No, you know, I, I was at the right place at the right time. Because if I hadn't, if I, because my first thing was, I was just going to leave, buddy. Like, is this not a police matter? I was going to code it out, honestly, because it wasn't. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a landlord tenant, landlord tenant dispute, or ex tenant, or whoever you were. But you know, God was like, "Hey, no, stay right here," and it put me in that 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 place. And when I saw that, like I said, it just it was nature. It was like second nature to me. I just I ran in. I I felt like, hey, somebody because and you know what else was, was on my mind, honestly, about that because just prior to that, it was a young girl on the east side who I saw the video where the the room was on fire and they and nobody went inside everybody's recording the mom or whoever was sitting on the porch and you can hear the the kid yelling nobody tried to go nobody went inside oh wow nobody went inside and she she died from that and that was on my mind like listen nobody's down on my watch exactly nobody that's what's up that's what's up that's what's and I, you know, you're very highly honored for that. You know, God bless you for that because you. you did what a lot of people wouldn't do. And even the cowardice ones who are rather record on their phone than save somebody else's life. You know what I'm saying? It's that crab in the barrel mentality. And I hate it so much. Utterly, mm-hmm. like y'all do. I also see where you come, see what, how you feel about it too. Like, if not me, then who? And also, mm-hmm. You could say the same thing about the fireman. You know what I'm saying? There's a fireman who, you know, same thing could have happened to him. Like, what if he don't make it? Yeah, he understands that, you know, you you got a family at home and you definitely consider that. But in this life, in this world, who's going to do it? The person in the wheelchair can't get himself out the fire. You know right. what I'm saying? We're all put here to help each other. I, I'm not believing nothing else. We were all put here to help each other whether it's in the hospitals, whether it's on the police department, whether it's, you know, on the fire in the fire department, we are all placed here to help each other, period. And uh, some situations it's going to be life risking, but it's worth it though. Yeah. Cause you know what? And, and the thing is though, um, even with both departments has one, one thing that it, it has taught me with both departments is the, 
fight or flight mentality. Uh-huh. And you got some officers who a situation pops off. Are they going to freeze? Right. Or are they going to go in? And I've seen a lot of incidents back in the county where when you freeze, that, that can be it for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I've seen an incident where, you know, you go in, you didn't, you didn't did something to where you, 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 you de-escalate or you save something that could have been worse. And that always stuck with me, even, even at this department, you know, you know, I, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of young officers just rush in without evaluating the situation, yeah. without taking the time out. And that's important. You got to take the time out to think about the whole situation of what can you do or what can't you do? Because if, if it wasn't feasible for me to go in, you know, I would have been heartbroken, but I'm not, I wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I saw opportunity where I went in, I assessed, I did what I did. And by the grace of God, I got out. And some people can't do that. Even when we have shootings, even when we have uh, 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 fights or whatever, it's like with me, and I, I'm always a mild-mannered person to where I I sit back and I look at everything before I do, before I act. Yeah. And some people don't do that. It may be a split second, but I have to make sure that is this what I can do or should I do? You know, pick your battles. Yeah. And that's, uh-huh. and so that's a, that's a notation to all, you know, who want to get into law enforcement or who, who wants to get into to the fire department or anything that has to do with a dangerous situation where, you have to first calm yourself down because if I wasn't there, everybody's frantic. They, they, these guys were some big guys. They could have helped help the young the, the young man out. They could have got him downstairs, but they were scared. They were like, "Man, you know, I don't know what to do because all they know is they see fire, they see smoke, they panicking." And here I am. I'm just as calm as they. Like, all right, here, let's go up here. Let's grab them. We got to do it quickly, but let's go. You know, because soon, as soon as I panic and as soon as I get uh, scared, that's when bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, you, you can't exactly. concentrate. You can't focus. You know, you, you're off your game because now you, you're sitting there and you're like, ah. but isn't everybody, it's not in everybody. Some people can be taught that, but it's just some, and some people it's natural to where mm-hmm. you just, hey, I'm because I do that with my kids, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the house. Hey, I got to. I got to be calm sometimes because I, I got to direct you here, direct you there. Because if something happens in my household, they're going to look at me to say, what mm-hmm. we going to do? You know, but. Dude, it's, 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 it's amazing that you said that, man. I'm going to uh, echo what you said. As officers, we arrive on the scene. It can be no matter what the scene is, it can be chaotic. All hell is breaking loose. Mm-hmm. We got to be the ones with ice in our veins. Because mm-hmm. if we panic, and if we're tripping out, then everybody else is going to panic and trip out. And we have to make we have to have people to remain calm, and we have to be in control always. Right now, Ace, if you wasn't calm, if you didn't have ice in your veins, what, what would happen? You would probably would have froze. Somebody probably would have died. Somebody yeah. would have died. Just right. like you said, through the ga- grace of God, that call you was on, that disturbance you was on, that wasn't God had you there for a reason. He had you there for a reason. It wasn't for that. It was for your, the the time and the location because he knew something was about to pop off and you was the man for the job that can go in there and save save these people. Yeah, that's what And I mean. for you to, to not just think, 
if you think you 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 add an and to the equation you that can be your life or someone else's life you didn't right. have time to think so you ran in there you got the people out my man went back inside for some paper i know he was like man get your ass out of here right everybody else is in here get out of here and I, <laughs> and i bet you were sitting up there like brother why why is people running in the house and it's on fire <laughs> hey listen i had to i had to grab the guy i literally i literally had to grab him by his shoulder i got in his face my body cam was on. I, I want to see my body cam for that too. Cause <laughs> oh, I, I just I, I grabbed him. I said, calm down. Everybody's out, but your life is more uh-huh. important than that paper. Right. You can always get your ID, another birth certificate. Right. I get it, but your life is more important. Cause you always see on TV, oh, I gotta go back and get this, or I got a kid want to go back and get no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nah. No. You can't do that. Can. Nah. So that's why I wanted to highlight that far as we always have to remain calm and in control because people just flip out, just just flip out. And sometimes, like you said, you have to grab buddy. You have to grab sometimes you have to grab people. It's gonna be all right. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And if and and if not us, who? And if not now, when? So it's like, listen, right. we we as officers get a lot of disservice and a lot of vilification and a lot of uh, 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 backlash for just the small things that's going on out there, the small percent of things that's going out there. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the men and women in blue who's out there serving, protecting, and doing things that people don't know about, it's a disservice for us. And, mm-hmm. and man, and, and we just want to be, you know, we just want to be appreciated. That's all. We just want to feel appreciative and, and appreciate the, the work that we do every single day we, we hit those streets. Because you never know when when it's going to be the last. Mm-hmm. True. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, like I we said, don't know. I could have I just stepped back, got on the, got on the radio, which uh-huh. I did. I did. I, I got on radio, but I could have just said that, hey, can we get right. the fire department here? Or, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm not, you know, I just, I mean, honestly, I just hit it up on the radio and said, hey, can I get, you know, up squad cars here? Can I get, uh, you know, fire here? And I'm going in. They was like, huh? I'm like, yep, I'm going in. Then afterwards, you know, I stated, I guess, I don't know what I said on the radio afterwards. Afterwards, when I got everybody out, uh, they was asking, was everybody okay? And I gave, you know, make sure they counted people who was in there. Um, uh-huh. You know, so it was, it was, it was like, it was a whole bunch of shit going on mm-hmm. to where, it's like after I, after all is said and done, I was exhausted. I was just like, "Oh, I okay. bet, I, right? I bet, yeah." And then, then you also said, "Then you also said, Ace, once you got everybody out, that's when the house really started going up, right?" Because you said you saw all the black smoke was just getting real thick. Mm-hmm. Wow, it, it was. It was. It was getting. It was. It was thick in the house because it was coming from. The downstairs, I guess, kitchen area, but it was shooting up, and you can see it on the side of the house. On, on the what's that? The south side of the house. On the, you can see it just shooting up. And yeah. once everybody was out, like I said, just all outside just was full of smoke. Matter of fact, some oh, of the wow. I guess some of the fire got onto the 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 the, the house next door to it because they so close. So they had mm-hmm. to go in. Uh, you know, CFD had to go and evacuate people out of there just in case their house wow. got caught on fire. Wow, man! What an amazing, amazing story, man! Amazing story. I know. I watched a few of the the clips, and 
the guy, uh, Mr. Ortiz, uh, is, Ortiz, is his last yeah, name, the guy in a, in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he's, they act, the reporters asked him, asked him, what do you say? And he, and he said, thank you to you. Thank you. Because without you, you probably wouldn't be in this world today. Brother, how, how, that right there, I know you saw it. I know the family honored you. I know the, 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 the the mayor and the and the brass honored you but brother how does that feel when when he said when somebody say thank you for saving their life given given my mentality and me i felt it but it was just like okay you know it's i'm not it's it was more so it was hard it was heartfelt for me it was like man you know what i appreciate your thanks but at the same time, it's like, hey, I'm doing a job that God sent me to do. Mm. And, and you know, it's just, I, I I saw the same clip and it didn't hit me until I got home. Like I said, we talked to them on the phone just to hear their, his whole family in the background. Like, mm. you know, we they're crying, you know, they're, they're, they're rejoicing, you know, they're thanking. And, and it, it hit me like, Damn. Like, wow. Yeah. It's just a wow moment. It's a wow moment to know that you um you you were the you're the reason why this person is still sitting here today. Can and 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 and, and, the, and the crazy part about it, it was a day or so before Christmas. Right. So mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it, it, it right. could have went, it could it could have went either way. Hey. They're mourning the loss on this holiday, so their holiday is this 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 drop forever. You know, it's it's messed up forever. Or like it did by the grace of God, hey, for the holidays, I have a mother have her son. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody got their brother there today. You know, their father, whoever was in his life, he's here. And yes, I'm glad. I'm grateful. I was a part of that happening. You know, but it's just like it's a hit moment. So not that I'm I'm not nonchalant or I'm not like egotistical. I'm just like, I did that. Okay, let me go back to work. They was like, well, no, you gotta put in ILD papers because you know you had smoke inhalation and massage. You mean that wink? <laughs> I'm like, I'm good though. But then the next day I got up and my back was just like it gave out on. I'm like, whoa. But that's mm -hmm. what happens. Like I said, the adrenaline rushing and you carrying a man down the stairs. And I mean, that wheelchair wasn't light either with him in it. <laughs> but like I said, the funny part, the funny part was like, hey, the guy left me. I'm like, why you leave me to go back to the fire? I'm trying to get y'all out. So I had to take it one step at a time. I'm worried in, in, in the back of my mind. Also, I'm worried about that guy because he's running back in there. Smoke is, is, is all upstairs now. And it's like, what are you doing? So mm -hmm. I'm yelling, and I'm actually yelling, screaming, them, get the f out of here. Come on, let's go. My paper, my paper. So as I got him downstairs, I went right, like I said, went right back up, like, let's go. I literally had to drag him out of there. And my wife was like, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, well, hey, I hope you had a, I hope she made or took you out to a spot where you got a wonderful meal. Yeah, uh, we 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 did. We 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 actually uh we went out, me and my baby, and got in the car. We got our coffee. We you know next day, and we just man, we 
we just had to uh decompress on it and uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then so and also you know you're getting the calls and people hitting you up on you know uh the internet and social media and and then uh i received a uh email through the department email from blue cross and blue shield not blue cross but, uh, red cross right uh, cross. right exactly so they, mm-hmm. they they have an, a they have every year they have a heroes uh banquet type thing like breakfast banquet thing and the guy from news affairs uh put my name down as nomination for this year's coming up uh hero award so oh excellent you know they so they get to select you know throughout the whole state um heroes and of each type of entity as far as fire police nurses doctors uh whoever was involved in anything that had to do with saving a life or doing whatever they you know they get selected so apparently and hopefully you know if it does you know i'm grateful for it. if it don't i'm still going to move on and do what i do you know that they select me you know for this upcoming event so uh just still in the process i turned in everything i need to turn into them and and hopefully uh that happens and then i found out at the department uh, my lieutenant put in for the the uh the uh i guess life-saving award as well right mm-hmm. so Oh yeah, you do. You most definitely gonna get the life saving award, oh, and yeah. I wish you much success for the uh, Red Cross award. That's gonna be nice. And but like like you said, if you do or you don't, blue man, brother, you are still a hero. You're still a hero in our eyes and eyes of Chicago and every place else and Ortiz family. Oh man, we just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story and your experience with us. It was fun. I know. Brother, forgive me. Tell your wife, forgive us. I know we kept you on longer than we were supposed to. But this <laughs> was, good. man, this was so good. Like I say, we don't have script, ladies and gentlemen. We just pick a topic and we just start talking about it. And, man, it just goes to show you how we just get to getting this rhythm and just, just flow. And just flow and it just make for good conversation. Yes, and that's good for the soul, man, especially in the us african-americans and in the department um it's good to to listen and also talk it's something like therapy you know you're talking about it getting it out Mm -hmm. and you listen to other people going through the almost similar or same thing that you're you're going through on the department so i I, like i said i I listened to you guys before when you sent me that link and it's definitely definitely i definitely enjoy you know your podcast appreciate that man oh man appreciate you yeah thank you Thank you, man. You it was good having you on. Thank you, I appreciate it. Appreciate one, it. one thing, the one thing I can finally say is now that I got the story from you, now I can tell people you didn't jump out the plane and parachute and save the life <laughs> of a burning building. You know, oh, you know all these different stories. I heard you parachute <laughs> off the plane, man. I thought. You parachute it out and save everybody out the building. Hey, hey wait, wait a minute, Holiday. You talking about Holiday? You talking about Ace? He 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 uh parallel from from uh 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 what's what's the helicopter uh uh beat uh, uh, uh Omaha Omaha, Omaha <laughs> one Omaha two or something. They didn't even they yeah they didn't specify something you know they didn't even say that they just say he, the man was on a plane and he saw a smoke and parachute out. <laughs> Shit, I'm like damn. So, so guess what? So it's official. I'll say it on this podcast. This Halloween, fuck Superman and Batman. I'm dressing up as Ace, baby. 
Hey, hey, listen, hey, holiday. It's funny you said it because I, you know, as I'm sitting here, you know, I smoke my cigars and uh, I got a cigar club I, I, I'm with, and uh, they, you know, they they about jokes. Them all county guys, and they had a joke where they said that um, you saw the smoke and tried to. You saw the the fire and the smoke. You weren't really trying to help them. You were trying to go light your cigar. <laughs> so I'm a, I, hey, hey, Jules, I'm gonna send you the picture they they made of me, man. One of the guys made a little artist of me with the wheel with the, with Ortiz in a wheelchair, me holding a cigar, smoking a cigar. I'm like, really? Like y'all? y'all oh funny. yeah, I can't see that, man. I gotta see funny. that one. Oh, that's a good that one. one. Hey, that's a good one. He said, "Shit, I'm trying to light light this up." Shit. Hey man, hey, 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 I got a good. Hey, you say I got a good flame here. Where my stick at? <laughs> right, that, right. I'm like everybody got jokes though, but it, it's all good. You know, it's all love. And it, 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 like I said, it, it's I'm I'm not looking for the fame or the, the the you know the whatever that comes with it. It's just it's good for the soul to know that I help someone, and we all help someone. Whether you know you want to call, you talking somebody down or. You know, you escalating the situation. We all we do this every day, but it's not recognized because they want to paint a different picture of us. And yeah. it's, it's not like that. It's not like that. We have some bad apples. Yes, every yes, job uh-huh. have bad apples. Yep. But yep. but by us being on a pedestal, you know, they they see things. They always want to record. And I'm like, where was the recording at then? You know, people want people on the next block coming around the corner. Y'all gonna jump in here too? Come help because these are your neighbors, right? You know, exactly. if, right. you know. So, man, it just is. It's, it's been a whirlwind, but you know, it, it calmed down a little bit, which is good for me. And I'm just, hey, I'm just still living the moment. All right, cool, brother Ace, man. We appreciate you joining on, man. We're not gonna keep you any any longer. Uh, we want you to to you know. Get 100% so we get you back there out in the streets because I know you like to work. I know you like to serve. I know you miss the kids out there at, at your school. I know they miss you, you know. They you ask, probably they ask uh, my partner about me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they be asking. And you know what, yeah. brother? That's a good thing. That is a great thing when they yeah. when the kids are saying, hey, man, where Ace at? Where your partner? When he going to get back? That means you touching lives, man. Yeah. That means you touching lives out there, man. And that's what, as far as, the inner city and 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 you know you know the type of rap that the that the hood bring that's mm. that's that's excellent that's excellent that means that you're truly going out there and you blessing people that's that's that you encounter right right that's what really matters yeah man it. but man ace man do me a favor i know you talked about your wife's uh in realtor do she have say uh uh uh, uh what can people if they're looking to buy homes or anything as far as a realty that that can that can hook uh hit her up. Do she have like an email so address or she you know what she actually does let me pull it up right quick. Uh okay she's um she's worked with this company called Tad Realty which is located in Inglewood it's black owned um, nice nice and uh you can you can look her up on Facebook um under Paris LA sales that's Paris like the city P A R I S uh, the initials LA and sales S E L L S real estate. And you can find her on, um, I'm not sure of her Instagram, um, but she's on there too. Uh, you can look her up and if not, you know, if, if you want anybody want to reach out, uh, 
Uh, I can give you a number. You can reach out okay. to her and call if you need any questions. Uh, she can consult you or if you want to, you know, like I said, buy, sell, you want to get into investment properties, you know, she's good. She just, you know, she helped us out with our building. You know, I use her as my realtor. <laughs> uh, okay. So nice. Uh, but you can, uh, you can reach her at uh, 708-574-8347. All right. Yeah, there we go, man. There we go. We, we y'all have saying? Yeah, yeah, we we don't say ain't trying to advance the the, the McCoy household there, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you know, and 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 definitely for the new new guys coming that that does not live in the city, if they want to come on the job and they need a place to stay, a, a home or whatever, or uh, even she does apartment rentals too. If you need an apartment, uh, she finds rental uh, rental properties for you guys to say, hey, I I want to live here, I want to live there, rent this, rent that. So she she does it all. She does it all, and she oh, does that's project that's good managing. Point. Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, that's good information there, brother. But, man, Ace, my brother, it was a pleasure, honor for you to come on the show and give us your expertise, your input, your knowledge, and also telling us about your 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 your, your, your story. Man, brother, I know we, man, we appreciate you for this one, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. And if, right. hey, y'all, anytime y'all need me to be on the talk, I, I hey, I talk. I, I want my, I get on. Okay, cool. Oh, that's what's up, man. We good. We got you then. All right. All right. All right now have take a good it easy. Night. All right. You too, you man. Too. Be you safe. Too. All right. You right, too, bro. Y'all be safe. All right. Thanks, Holiday. Thanks, Wadi. No problem. Brother Ace, man. Adrian Ace McCoy, man. That was, that was an excellent story, man. Excellent, excellent, excellent right there, man. Man, you talking about, uh, man, just God know what he's doing, man. He had him at the right place at the right time to save save people there. And that was, that was the whole message right there. He didn't sit back and just let let things just happen. Uh, like he said, he could have just called and just sat out there and waiting. And some people can probably say, I don't blame him. But. He took initiative and he said, you know what? There's people in there. He risked his he wrecked his own life so so he can save others. And that's well, that's just amazing. That is the show, man. What a wonderful treat we had today. It was. That is the show, man. So listen, we thank you viewers for listening and checking us out. I want you guys to be all safe and watch out for one another because it is a mess up world out there. Also, Wadi. Holiday, thank you for being on this ride along with me today. And you too, man. You guys be alert and be safe out there. As always, be nice until it's time not to be nice. All right, until next time, we'll holler. Hey, talk to y'all soon. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We have to present our Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting an award today? The Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than you already know our guest for today, Chicago Police Officer Adrian McCoy. If you listen to this episode, then you already know why. Officer McCoy risks his life to save others from dying. The Black and Blue Vanguard podcast once again wants to say thank you for being our guest and thank you for saving people's lives. And we salute you for your bravery. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner.
our brother in blue, Adrian Ace McCoy. People, please like this podcast, support this podcast, and share this podcast. You can always check us out on Red Circle, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Please, we encourage, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to just get something off your chest, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coin term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.